0: J and J is back on the market. Johnson and Johnson, shots for everybody. Producer Ari said, yeah, I want one. Ask him how he's feeling. How you feeling, producer Ari? I'm uh I'm feeling it today. The older you are, the less reaction you have. It's one of the strangest things. That's what they told me. No, no, no. You're you're it's it's I've heard this from many people. You're not the only one to say this. Younger people have been having more of the reaction and the reaction is just the arm, the achiness the exhaustion all of it absolutely all of it but you're going to get that from Moderna and you're going to get that from uh, the the, the Pfizer vaccine I mean don't get me wrong it's not the only story out there Supreme Court saying they're going to take up a second amendment case This, the New York law which prohibits the concealed carry of handguns in public. So this is two gun owners and a New York subsidiary of the National Rifle Association challenging the state's rejection of their applications for concealed carry licenses for self-defense. This is the first really big case that the Supreme Court is going to take up. We're going to get into it. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, a pleasure, guys. 833, got Tony. That's the number, 833-468-8669. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, everything at TonyKatz.com. But the vaccine is there for you. It's just waiting. Go on and take it. Or don't. I'm not about to get worked up on whether or not you take the vaccine or not no 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 i uh I, I don't need to get myself worked up you want to take the vaccine take the vaccine you don't want to take the vaccine don't take the vaccine there's some polling at a pew research said uh republican men are reticent to take the vaccine okay i don't care i'm not about to waste a single moment And when I say I don't care, I rarely actually say that I don't care. I wanna be perfectly clear, Uh, I don't care. I'm not about to waste a single moment of my life saying, hmm, I wonder if Tom in Lincoln, Nebraska took the vaccine. And Tom's like, why is Tony worried about whether or not I took the vaccine? I'm not, Tom. Do it, don't do it. It's your world, man, I'm not judging. I'm not judging any part of it. People will do what they do. However, we should be clear that the other side of this coin, this idea that all the vaccines are terrible and you don't need it and it's just ridiculous, I am not somebody who buys into that argument. The argument of why in the world would I take a vaccine for a virus that 99 whatever percent of people are OK with. Right. Survive. I think that's fine. I think that's a fine argument to you not doing it. That doesn't mean that there isn't a reason for somebody else to take the vaccine specifically on that. What I'll what I'll refer to improperly, but we go with me on that therapeutic side because it reduces symptoms if you do get it. If that's not enough for you, that's totally cool. If it's enough for other people, they're going to do it. If you're someone who believes that you need to be vaccinated in order to get into a hotel or to a museum or on an airplane, well, then you're just, you know, you're 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 not functioning properly. There's something wrong with you. You live in too scared of a world. I was trying to think of the best way to say that without using four letter words. Literally, what just happened to me? I had I had seven things I wanted to say. Catch me over a bourbon. I will tell you exactly how I wanted to say that. So help me. If you think you can't go to a museum because somebody else hasn't been vaccinated, or you think somebody has to be vaccinated to go to a museum or get on a plane, there is something profoundly wrong with that. Really ugly with that. And this idea of COVID passports, people who support COVID passports are absolutely criminally insane lost people well I mean just just the worst of the worst But I'm not going to get worked up over someone not taking the vaccine I no longer get worked up over things that Dr. Anthony Fauci has to say oh no no wait we haven't heard what he said yet we're playing it too early just wait till you hear him Anthony Fauci goes on to CNN. Anthony Fauci, he is talking to Jim Acosta, which is hilarious. Jim Acosta, he thinks he's a newsman. He puts on a tie and a coat like a big boy and does the news. And Fauci starts talking about, you know, CDC guidelines.
1: Yeah. You know, Jim, I don't want to come out ahead of a CDC announcement, but as you hinted yourself just now a moment ago, that very soon, imminently in the next few days, very likely, the CDC will be coming out with updating their guidelines of what people who are vaccinated can do and even some who are not vaccinated. And certainly what one can do outdoors vis-a-vis masks is going to be one of those recommendations. So stay tuned. It's coming soon. What people could do outdoor, vis-a-vis masks. How about all the things?
0: Mow my lawn, have a barbecue, smoke a cigar, meet with friends, play with the kids, go fishing. All of the things. Attend the Super Bowl party. Attend March Madness. All of it. But is he foreshadowing? Are we about to see a new CDC guideline?
1: Well, sooner or later, I don't know if it's all going to be coming out at once. I mean, the the one thing for sure is the thing that's on a lot of people's minds is what about outdoors? Because obviously a lot of people are going to be spending a lot of time more outdoors now because the weather is getting really nice, beautiful spring uh, weather. You're going to be seeing people wanting to do things outdoors without masks. And it's common sense to know that the risk when you are outdoors, which we have been saying all along, is extremely low. And if you are vaccinated, it's even lower. So, you're going to be hearing about those kinds of recommendations soon. All along,
0: All along, he's been saying that outdoors is a minimal risk, even though he admitted uh, just a couple of weeks ago that he wasn't getting together with people outdoors, even in small gatherings in his backyard. And Joe Biden has said you can't have small gatherings in your backyard for the Fourth of July unless you're vaccinated. I mean, we've just hit a new level of pathetic. The only reason to share with you all a, a, a Dr. Anthony Fauci quote is uh, to share with you how ridiculous he's being on this day, because it's constant and consistent that he is ridiculous. Constant and consistent. That he is saying something different than what he said maybe the day or the week or the month before. He changes as uh, the opportunity to be on TV changes. This is who he is. This is exactly who he is. This is exactly the kind of person he is. And I think that trusting him is just a, 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 a radical mistake. An absolutely radical mistake. Go out without a mask, you're fine. You wanna still wear a mask? Sure, go ahead. Go out without a vaccination, live your life. You, you wanna get vaccinated? Right on, go to it. Go to it, get nuts. Isn't that the better way to be? Now, I did want to get into to one other subject. Uh, somewhere where I think the Biden administration did uh, the the right thing. What, no, oh. now, this one I think is right. And this is over the weekend discussing the Armenian genocide. You go back a century. You go back to the Ottoman Empire here and you're discussing 1915 uh, 1.5 million uh, Armenians um, are killed and so there's been a conversation about recognizing the Armenian genocide and what Biden said in a statement is uh, "quote we see that pain, we affirm the history we do this not to cast blame but to ensure that what happened is never repeated Erdogan the president of turkey is out of his head right so he rejects the idea of genocide saying that both turks and armenians were killed in uh world war one uh fighting and calls for a joint history uh commission to investigate right now I don't mind, and I don't claim to have an expertise in this level of history, so I don't mind some level of of, of look at it, but a million and a half people were indeed killed because they were Armenian. This much, I believe, we, we we have knowledge of. I don't mind that, and I don't think that the Biden administration is wrong for doing so. And if you say, well, it's going to weaken um, U.S.-Turkish relations, let's make sure we understand that Turkish relations were going south since the Bush administration. And it was during the Trump administration that the Turks decided to get the SU-400 system. What is that? That's the Russian missile defense system it's known as the patriot killer what is the patriot the patriot is uh the u.s fighter that's what the that's what a patriot is so these systems were were built to go after u.s aircraft Turkey was involved in the creation of uh the u s aircraft right i think is is the is the someone's gonna correct me is the patriot the same as the f thirty five am i am i like conflating no, i don't know if we're conflating am i confusing the two just just double check me out there and, and let me know I'd, I'd greatly appreciate it I'm not talking about the Patriot missile system that's not what I'm referring to I could have the name wrong I don't think I do but if your system is designed to take down our planes that's pretty bad the Turks are helping us build our planes and then they buy the Russian system well that's when we said okay we're not selling you any more uh, fighter jets and that's when the Air Force said okay we'll buy those fighter jets and then we said it as, "Oh, look at us! We're we're uh, we're selling more fighter jets. We just took the order that you know Turk the Turk. We didn't sell it to the Turks, and we sold it to ourselves, which is better than I guess selling it to somebody else." But we've had a problem with the Turks. We've had a problem with the Turks for years, because Erdogan has been Eastern, been Islamist-looking. This was always a secular nation, not true under Erdogan. So this announcement about recognition of, of, of Armenian genocide is not the end all. It's important that we talk about Joe Biden, what we are, are, very focused on the things that are problematic and issuematic, and we don't get ourselves wrapped up into, oh, anything he touches is, you know, he's mush. You know, everything he touches turns to mush. No, no. Some things could be the right things. And if they are, we should say so. I don't think there's anything wrong with this conversation about Armenian genocide at all, really. But I'm willing to be proven wrong. I'm Tony Katz. Representative Katie Porter out of California decided that she was going to ask some questions of Greta Thunberg at... Some panel nonsense. And in doing so, invoked her own nine-year-old daughter. And the question is, does this sound right to you? I'll get to that story in a little bit. Tony Katz, Tony Katz, today, uh, you've got Governor Kate Ivey of Alabama restricting transgender sports from participating, transgender students from participating in K-12 through sports. This is the correct move. And for the people who say that it's an attack on transgender students, no. It is the protection of other students. Choices made by an individual do not then mean that others must deal with the consequences of that choice. I take it a step further. I think it is bullying when a a student makes a choice and thinks other students have to live with it. It's bullying from beginning to end. So why is it that in a federal lawsuit that was brought by female high school athletes claiming Connecticut's policy of allowing students to compete based on gender, gender identity deprive them of fair competition? Why was that dismissed? These four high school girls want to compete against other girls, and the case was dismissed by a federal judge. This because two of the defendants have both graduated, and therefore the case was moot. that's that might be the way it goes, but man, that sounds pretty dang cheap. I support the student. I support their right to compete. I support their right to decide whom they compete against. And I support the recognition that not only men are not women and women are not men, but that men hold a biological advantage over women when it comes to strength. when it comes to the physical makeup of their body, and that cannot be changed no matter what one names themselves. Why is it so hard to stand up for girls and women in sports? I stand up for girls and women in sports. That's who I stand up for. And certainly their right uh, to play. Has anybody questioned whether or not men can join the women's national team in soccer? Maybe replace Megan Rapinoe? Replaced all women's team with men who say they're women. Why not? I mean, if we're going to be all woke, I mean, super duper woke. Of course, it isn't right. And what isn't right is that there are allowed to be rules, and somebody making this decision that they are now something else does not change the rules because it doesn't actually change them. They can say it they can believe it, they can use a new name all of those things, you cannot change what is it cannot be done you cannot change that physiology no matter how much you pray notice, I don't think you should hate people I don't think you should yell at people, make fun of people, attack people vilify I'm just speaking factually men are not women and women are not men and no, nothing changes that I will continue to support women and girls in athletics. I will support those people who want to compete on the proper playing field. I'll do it without any bit of hesitation. This is Tony Katz today. So I'm going to share with you what it is that Representative Katie Porter said, you got to tell me what you think. This is all about global warming, it's all about climate change, or whatever it is, uh, you know, we, uh, we call it today. Tony Katz, great to be with you, Tony Katz today. Katie Porter is a representative from California, and Katie Porter often talks about uh, economics, and she's very, very good at turning people into, into pretzels on these economic questions who are not prepared on these panels. Do you know the definition of this? Do you know the definition of that? Remember, she's the one asking the question. She's done all the research. Who knows if she actually knew what it was before the research, but someone could not know something, and then she says, ah, that's how I'm going to pounce and make you look the fool. At first, I was like, wow, she, she knows what she's talking about. Then I was like, oh, maybe maybe not. And now I see things like this, and I think less of Katie Porter. Katie Porter is a Democrat she's talking to Greta Thunberg, of course, uh, she is the, the now 18 year old, but then child who got abused by her parents and every adult uh, you can imagine in trying to push this nonsense about climate and how dare you and all that. That's not a bad impression, actually. It's actually not bad. My Greta Thunberg is right on. How dare you? That's pretty good. It's not as good as my Chuck Schumer. How dare you? I mean, that's, for, that's gross, right? It's gross and it's disgusting, like Chuck Schumer. But this is, this happens in real time. She's asking this question and she invokes, in regarding this question about the climate, she invokes her nine-year-old. I told my nine-year-old daughter that I was going to be speaking with you. And I said, what do you think about the climate change, climate change? And she said, the earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon. Let's take a stop. Let's take a moment. Take a breath. That according to uh, Katie Porter, her nine-year-old said, the earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon. Um, does anybody else think that's a problem? It, it depends on how she said it, so, producer So
1: she's being a little kid like, yeah, the earth is, it's on fire, and then the fireballs come, and then we all die. Like, you know, ever kids talk like that, like, jokingly sometimes. But if she was like, the earth's on fire, and we're all going to die? Like, yeah, there's a difference.
0: Well, maybe I need to share with you what it is that Representative reporter said next the earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon and i asked her how that made her
1: feel and she said it made her feel angry
0: if you're asking your nine-year-old how that made you feel you're telling your nine-year-old she's correct and your nine-year-old is wrong and now i gotta ask whether or not you're guilty of child abuse it's abusive, right? Your nine-year-old says the earth is on fire, we're all going to die, and you respond with, so how does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? What kind of... What kind of thing is that? It should be full-on outright panic. It's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the What's procedure, everyone? Calm. What's the procedure? Stay calm! How does that make you feel is telling your daughter she's right and your daughter's not right your daughter's not right why won't you tell your daughter that why don't you love your daughter enough to tell her that now maybe you could say look the earth is not on fire we're not all going to die but we do have to make sure we take care of the environment you don't have to live in fear. What you have to do is be proactive. And here's what I'm doing. What do you think we should do? That's a, I think, a fine answer. You know, there, there's a difference. There's a large, large chasm between, well, I think we do need to be making sure we're taking care of the environment because things are happening. We have to ask ourselves why and what we could do about it. There's a difference between that and we are all going to die at any second. Human
1: sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria.
0: And if you can't do that for your kid, how am I supposed to have any respect for you? And normally I wouldn't discuss Representative Porter's children. I don't know if she she just has one child or she has multiple kids. Oh, she has three kids. She has three kids. Why would I? She's the mom. She gets to decide. She brought this up publicly. It's on C-SPAN. I think what she said is remarkably disqualifying. If your kid comes to you and says, the earth is on fire and we're all going to die, and you don't say, I mean, you don't have to laugh. You don't say, no, no, we're not. Just take a breath, okay? Being concerned about the environment and wanting to be a good steward of the environment is far different than thinking we're all going to die tomorrow. Remember, in the 1970s, they told us an ice age was coming. And the ice age never came. And then they told us it was uh, uh, climate change. I'm sorry, they told us it was global warming. But then global warming didn't work because sometimes things got cooler, and they just changed it all to climate change so they could cover themselves. So they've been talking about this a lot. They told us in the 90s, by 2000, whatever it was, the sea levels would rise and New York would be flooded, and it never happened. So take a breath and take a beat. Wanting to care for the environment, engaging in conservation, is way different than feeling fear. You don't have to live in fear. And if your teachers are teaching you this, they're wrong. Let me show you the data. Let me show you the claims that were made before. And sometimes these claims are made literally to cause fear in people, because what they want people to do is just follow orders as opposed to think for themselves. We should not be a society that burns tires in the middle of the road. If we cut down a tree, we should replant a tree. And we should look at how we indeed build things, create things in a way that makes sure it's more energy efficient to the best of our uh, ability without losing our humanity. These are good things. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you, if you're looking for a career, man, building in the green world, woo wee are a lot of opportunity there, and you can do some good. It's a double whammy. Double whammy. But you're not going to die because of climate change. That's not real. And I'm really sorry there are teachers and politicos and celebrities who hate you so much that they're willing to scare you like this. But I'm your dad or I'm your mom and I am not willing to scare you. I love you too much. I also love you too much to lie to you. What I give you is absolute honesty, and then I will help you find the right data. Not any data. The data that's been vetted. The data that tells the full and complete story. Taking a look at not only the data, but historical perspective. But no, people like tune in Greta Thunberg and say, listen to uh a... just, just, you know, just, just listen to her. She knows what she's doing. She's who you should follow. No one should follow Greta Thunberg. She has no life experience. Zero. Nothing. She knows absolutely nothing. So when the question gets asked by Katie Porter. What should I tell my daughter? And how should I help her and the youngest generation bear the emotional toll of the actions that we're taking fossil fuel companies are taking to destroy our planet well first representative porter fossil fuel companies are not destroying our planet that's a lie and if you're saying that to your kid you're lying to your kid everything you're doing in this call this zoom call that you're on is because of fossil fuels Take a look at the backdrop of your video shot. It's your kitchen. There's your built-in microwave, and there's your refrigerator. Look at all that cabinet space. My gosh. How do you think the product got from point A to point B? Look at all the glory of your modern conveniences. The argument is not, hey, maybe we can reduce this. Hey, maybe we can tweak that. Hey, maybe we can do this. It's that we have all progressed in ways in... Not fathomable because of fossil fuels. You're ridiculous. And I feel for your kid at this moment because that kid has got no shot. None. Look at at what you're doing. Now, by the way, I, I should let you know that it is all I can do not to scream out loud. Like the more, I don't know if it's being a parent. I think it'd be kind of cheap to be like, it's because I'm a parent. That'd be like saying to producer Ari, you don't understand. And maybe there's an extent to which you don't. Uh, Maybe that's possible. But when I watch people use kids and when I watch people lie to their kids, drives me crazy. Did they or did they not use David Hogg and all those Parkland students to move their anti-gun agenda? They used those children. Children. Greta Thunberg was a child. They always got some other kid that they're willing to just prop up there because you can't go after children. Oh, I'm talking about my child. You lied to your kid. You lied to him point blank because the world is not on fire because of climate. And we're not all going to die soon. You didn't start by telling your kid, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. My, I, I, I can't, I don't know how I could properly describe how despicable I think that is. How low rent, not, not low rent, how evil that is. That is Orwellian evil. I've been reading this absolutely fantastic, I'm doing this event uh, this this coming weekend on socialism, the rise of socialism. I'm reading through a whole bunch of stuff to to get prepared. And one of the things I was reading about, reading through is, is 1943, George Orwell, writing about his experiences in the Spanish Civil War. and And discussions uh, of of what he saw the press saying versus what he saw with his 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 own eyes and and just the the sheer amounts of lying that he saw in what it was he witnessed versus how it would be described and he couldn't figure out if it's just sheer stupidity or or if it was purposeful in, in so many ways and whether it's was talking about the media or whether he was talking about how, how Britain acted or even how Russia acted re- regarding the Spanish Civil War and what he said is war is evil and some things are worse paraphrasing I have often said and I, and I believe it to be true that if you live in a world that keeps you from being free some things are indeed worse than dying War is evil and some things are worse. Yes. Telling your child when they tell you, the earth is on fire and we're all going to die, how does that make you feel? As opposed to, we are not all going to die, the earth is not on fire, hold on, let's talk about this. If that's not your first response, or you're willing to engage that as a response because it works for you in some video call that you know is gonna make the rounds, there are some things worse than war, and some things worse than dying. I'm Tony Katz. Emmanuel Macron, he's the president of France, saying that France will never, ever give in to Islamist terrorism. Wow, it's been a long time since we talked about the Islamists. It's been a long time since we've recognized that it's still happening you still have radical islamic terrorism you still have people who are trying to destroy trying to kill this time you have a 49 year old mother of two who was stabbed twice in the throat returning to work from her lunch break that's right a knife now i was told i'm not supposed to pay attention to what happens with a knife that you know, kids play with knives all the time, especially girls. Oh, girls are always having knife fights, and you know they get broken up by teachers in school or by a resource officer. You don't need a gun. You don't need a gun to to make that happen. No, 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 no. You don't need. Just because one person's about to stab another person, you don't have to get involved. Don't be ridiculous. The president of France sees it differently, dear woke folk. By the way, this isn't the 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 first time that there's been this we've had people beheaded in the uk beheaded while the suspect who was uh while the suspects was doing this they were shouting alu akbar or allahu akbar The suspect was shot dead by responding officers. Shot dead. So here you have cops in France shooting uh, uh, an Islamist for stabbing someone to death. Where is LeBron James to give me the outrage? Honestly, if LeBron doesn't tell me what to think, how would I know how to think it? He's so bold and wise. Uh, LeBron may be, you know, untouchable. The NBA may be too scared of him to say anything, uh, but we should be clear that LeBron has put himself uh, in this position and is taking the vitriol, and, and, and rightfully so, because LeBron threatened the life of a cop. If you haven't heard the story, I'll, I'll break it down. Then there's the bar in Ohio. That has said, we're not going to play any more NBA games because you got to do something about LeBron James. But what is the NBA going to do if they are absolutely admitting that LeBron James runs the entire league and they're too afraid to say anything? Certainly, there's a base that's never going to think he does anything wrong. But what he did was wrong. You had Drew Brees say, I think it's an insult when you take a knee for the national anthem, and he got browbeat so badly, he, he begged for his, his, his life. LeBron James said you're next about a cop, and it could be taken as they wanted to the harm to come to the cop. Nothing. We'll talk about the, the bar. That it said they're not playing the NBA games and we'll talk about LeBron's response and then two stories that have gotten no comment from LeBron. Oh, by the way, Liz Cheney is thinking about running in 2024. Sure, why not? I'm Tony Katz.